brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Well, this morning, Sun acts like he's all worked up. He's one of these half-portion willy boys with Chippendale legs. But he throws out a line of talk that will make you wonder if it's safe to let him run around loose. He says his mind's made up. He's going to thrash a gink within an inch of his life. Going to muss up his features so bad, he'll have to have them replanted. Why? I says. Never you mind, says he. Well, who is he? I asks. What do you think happens then? He thinks hard for a spell, rolls his eyes, and says, Search me, I've forgotten. Know where he lives? I asks him. Nope, he says. Can you beat it? Seems to me, if I had a kink on my cocoa that big, I'd phone to an alienist and have myself measured for a straitjacket. Gee, you'd meet all kinds, going around the way I do. Kirk laughed and lit a cigarette. If you want to use the shower, Steve, he said, you'd better get up there now. I shan't be ready yet a while. Then, if this is one of your energetic mornings, and you would care to give me a rub-down— Sure, said Steve obligingly. He picked up his clothes and went upstairs to the bathroom, which, like the bedrooms, opened onto the gallery. Kirk threw himself on the couch, fixed his eyes on the ceiling, and began to think of Ruth. Mr. Bannister, announced George Pennicut at the door. Kirk was on his feet in one bound. The difference to a man whose mind is far away between Mr. Bannister and Miss Bannister is not great, and his first impression was that it was Ruth who had arrived. He was acutely conscious of his costume, and was quite relieved when he saw not Ruth, but a severe-looking young man, who advanced upon him in a tight-lipped, pop-eyed manner that suggested dislike and hostility. The visitor was a complete stranger to him, but, his wandering wits returning to their duties, he deduced that this must be one of Ruth's relatives. It is a curious fact that the possibility of Ruth having other relatives than Mrs. Porter, had not occurred to him till now. She herself filled his mind to such an extent that he had never speculated upon any possible family that might be attached to her. To him, Ruth was Ruth. He accepted the fact that she was Mrs. Porter's niece. That she might also be somebody's daughter or sister had not struck him. The look on Bailey's face somehow brought it home to him that the world was about to step in and complicate the idyllic simplicity of his wooing. Bailey, meanwhile, as Kirk's hundred and eighty pounds of bone and muscle detached themselves from the couch and loomed up massively before him, was conscious of a weakening of his determination to inflict bodily chastisement. The truth of Steve's remark, that it made a difference whether one's intended victim is a heavyweight, a middle, or a welter, came upon him with some force. Kirk, in a sleeveless vest that showed up his chest and shoulders, 
was not an inviting spectacle for a man intending assault and battery. Bailey decided to confine himself to words. There was nothing to be gained by a vulgar brawl. A dignified man of the world avoided violence. Mr. Winfield! Mr. Bannister! It was at this point that Steve, having bathed and dressed, came out on the gallery. The voices below halted him, and the sound of Bailey's decided him to remain where he was. Steve was not above human curiosity, and he was anxious to know the reason for Bailey's sudden appearance. "'That is my name. It is familiar to you. My sister,' said Bailey, bitterly, "'has made it so.' "'Won't you sit down?' said Kirk. "'No, thank you. I will not detain you long, Mr. Winfield.' "'My dear fellow, there's no hurry. Will you have a cigarette?' "'No, thank you.' Kirk was puzzled by his visitor's manner. So, unseen in the shadows of the gallery, was Steve. "'I can say what I wish to say in two words, Mr. Winfield,' said Bailey. "'This marriage is out of the question. Eh? My father would naturally never consent to it. As soon as he hears of what has happened, he will forbid it absolutely. Kindly dismiss from your mind entirely the idea that my sister will ever be permitted to marry you, Mr. Winfield.' Steve, in the gallery, with difficulty suppressed a whoop of surprise. Kirk laughed ruefully. "'Aren't you a little premature, Mr. Bannister? Aren't you taking a good deal for granted?' "'In what way?' "'Well, that Miss Bannister cares the slightest bit for me, for instance. That I've one chance in a million of ever getting her to care the slightest bit for me?' Bailey was disgusted at this futile attempt to hide the known facts of the case from him. "'You need not—' trouble to try and fool me, Mr. Winfield," he said tartly. I know everything. I have just seen my sister, and she told me herself in so many words that she intended to marry you. To his amazement, he found his hand violently shaken. My dear old man! Kirk was stammering in his delight. My dear old sport! You don't know what a weight you've taken off my mind. You know how it is. A fellow falls in love and instantly starts thinking he hasn't a chance on earth. I hadn't a notion that she felt that way about me. I'm not fit to shine her shoes. My dear old man, if you hadn't come and told me this, I never should have had the nerve to say a word to her. You're a corker. You've changed everything. You'll have to excuse me. I must go to her. I can't wait a minute. I must rush and dress. Make yourself at home here. Have you breakfasted? George! George! I say George! I've got to rush away. See that Mr. Bannister has everything he wants. Get him some breakfast. Good-bye, old man. He gripped Bailey's hand once more. "'You're all right. Good-bye.' He sprang for the staircase. George Pennicut turned to the speechless Bailey. "'How would it be if I made you a nice cup of hot tea and a rasher of ham, sir?' he inquired with a kindly smile. Bailey eyed him glassily, then found speech. "'Go to hell!' he shouted. He strode to the door and shot into the street, a seething volcano. George, for his part, was startled but polite. "'Yes, sir,' he said. "'Very good, sir,' and withdrew. Kirk, having reached the top of the stairs, had to check the wild rush he was making for the bathroom in order not to collide with Steve, whom he found waiting for him with outstretched hand and sympathetic excitement writ large upon his face. "'Excuse me, squire,' said Steve. "'I've been playing the part of Rubberneck Rupert's in the little drama you've just been starring in. I just couldn't help listening.' "'Say, this bit's for you. Shake it. So you're going to marry Bailey's sister Ruth, are you? You're the lucky guy. She's a queen.' "'Do you know her, Steve?' "'Do I know her? 
Didn't I tell you I was the tame physical instructor in that palace? I wish I had a dollar for every time I've thrown the medicine ball at her. Why, I'm the guy that gave her that figure of hers. She don't come to me regular like Bailey and the old man, but do I know her? I should say I did know her. Kirk shook his hand. You're all right, Steve, he said huskily, and vanished into the bathroom. A sound as of a tropical deluge came from within. Steve hammered upon the door, the downpour ceased. Say, called Steve. Hello? I don't want to discourage you, Squire, but— The door opened, and Kirk's head appeared. What's the matter? Well, you heard what Bailey said, about his father. Sure, it goes. Kirk came into the gallery, toweling himself vigorously. Who is her father? he said, seating himself on the rail. He's a son of a gun, said Steve, with emphasis, as rich as Johnny D. Pretty nearly, and about as chummy as a rattlesnake. Were you thinking of calling and asking him for a father's blessing? Something of the sort, I suppose. Forget it. He'd give you the hook before you got through asking if you might call him Daddy. You're comforting, Steve. They call you a little sunbeam at home, don't they? Hell, said Steve warmly. I'm not shooting this at you to make you feel bad. I've got a reason. I want to make you see this ain't going to be no society walkover, with the four hundred looking on from the pews and Papa signing cheques in the background. Say, did I ever tell you how I beat Kid Mitchell? Does it apply to the case in hand? Does it what to the witch? Had it any bearing on my painful position? I only ask, because that's what's interesting me most just now. And if you're going to change the subject, there's a chance that my... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.